0: Hello, and welcome to Thrive, a podcast that gives you strategies and inspiration to help you live your best life.
1: Learn from us, two cancer survivors, as we show you how we don't just survive, but thrive. Hi, I'm Dara Kurtz, creator of crazyperfectlife.com, a place to go to help you find meaning each day, and author of the book Crush Cancer, the book I needed when I heard those terrifying words, you have cancer, available on Amazon.
0: Hi, I'm Garth Callahan. I am a 7 time cancer thriver. But more importantly, I am also the original napkin notes dad. I've been writing notes to my daughter, Emma, and sticking them into our lunch ever since kindergarten.
1: So this episode of the podcast is sponsored by the Crush Cancer online course, a 10-module online program that you can watch from your home. It's little videos with worksheets that go along with each module. It is regularly one ninety-seven, but with your coupon code THRIVE. You will receive 50% off, and that means you will get the whole course for $99. The 10 modules talk about things such as, you didn't ask for cancer, but now we have to deal with it, to thinking about yourself as a survivor, establishing a mantra, physical and emotional changes, fear versus faith, creating a daily self-care practice, and so many more things. You can check it out by going to crazyperfectlife.com and clicking on the Crush Cancer online course.
0: Dara and I are really excited to talk about one of our favorite topics, gratitude and thanksgiving. And part of this is it's fall. I'm sitting here eating an apple from Carter Mountain. And I looked ahead in the calendar and the 21 days of thankfulness which is something that I started doing a few years ago and took last year off. We didn't do it last year. So that's coming up. And we really wanted to talk about gratitude and thankfulness and Thanksgiving. And so here we are. And this is actually, I think it's the first podcast that we will have talked about the 21 days of thankfulness ever. Yes. Because we didn't do it last year. We did not. We, we weren't podcasting the year before. Correct. And so here's what this is all about. In so many people's lives, Thanksgiving is this single day in the fall season, right? I mean, It's all
1: all about pumpkin pie and stuffing and marshmallows on top of the sweet potatoes, which I don't don't like, by the way.
0: I do not. I do not want my vegetables to have extra sugar. Right? Right. Now, I do want my stuffing to have meat products and fruit in it, but I'm, I'm weird like that.
1: All right. So what we're saying is it's not about necessarily food.
0: Well, it's not. And, and it's not just the day. Right. Yeah. So think about this, that, you know, people travel for hundreds of miles to get together with their family. They have their dinner at two o'clock, which is so unusual for most people. They're all stuffed. They think about, OK, do we watch football? Do we go out? Thanksgiving Eve or Thanksgiving night shopping because the stores are opening early? Do we wake up early the next morning and go Black Friday shopping? Which is just utterly ridiculous. And we've we've really reduced Thanksgiving down to this single day. And in fact, in some cases, just a couple of hours within that day. And
1: it feels like it's become it really has become more about food and the actual eating of a meal than the meaning behind it in right. my opinion
0: and on top of that for many families the most thankfulness that you show that day is when and I hate this myself when you go around the table
1: and you say <laughs> what you're thankful for
0: <laughs> and, and why, do you
1: hate, why do you hate that though
0: well I hate it because it's so in my mind that's a
1: very strong word
0: it's it well so I come From a very large extended family.
1: So it takes a long time and you want to just eat?
0: Right. Well, it could take forever, right? And and you don't start that until everybody's seated at the table and the turkey's been carved and the food (laughs) is getting cold. And, you know, I'm a little eight-year-old kid sitting at the kid's table thinking... I want to eat my food. I want my mashed potatoes, man. And...
1: And I actually like, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually like going around and you have, this is should not surprise you. Cause it, I think like I am kind of corny. <laughs> I love going around the table and saying what we're thankful
0: for. And you know, you know how I knew that? Why? Because we talked about that last year and I remember that both you and I disagreed on, oh, okay. on what that was. Um, but okay. also I think that you have a smaller family.
1: Depends on how many are present.
0: Growing up, my Thanksgiving table routinely had between 20 and 30 people around it, which was really a lot. And, you know, typically we couldn't fit all in, even in the same room. It wasn't like there was just a kid's table. There was probably a separate room where the kids got relegated to.
1: All right. So tell us about the 21 days of gratitude.
0: So 21 days. So we are taking the 21 days leading up through Thanksgiving. And this is really simple, right? So I am giving out a guide. It'll be posted on the napkinnotesdad.com website. We'll post it on Facebook. We'll post it on Instagram. I'll be posting it on Twitter. And we are going to help you get into a space of gratitude and thankfulness leading up to that day. I love
1: it. I'm going to post it on Crazy Perfect Life.
0: I love that. Thank you. Of
1: course I will. Obviously.
0: And so isn't it, it, we're like, I'm going to post, like we own our own websites. We can do whatever we want, right? (laughs) (laughs) And and so I, everybody knows that I've been writing notes to my daughter, Emma, for such a long time. And I started posting them to help other dads write notes to their kids. And so this is a way that I'm going to help people get into this space of gratitude. And sometimes that's a, a challenge. Some people look at Thanksgiving as the start of a really tough time, the holiday season. A lot of times you've traveled. Gosh, what if you drove 10 or 11 hours to, you know, sit down with your family for two days and then you have to drive back home through the D.C. traffic, you know, with your dog in the car. Can you tell what I'm doing for Thanksgiving? Well,
1: but, you know, you're bringing bringing up a good point and we can I don't want to talk about this today, but. The holidays can be stressful for a lot of
0: people. And and even for people who really look forward to everything about the holiday season, again, starting around Thanksgiving, it still is stressful, right? Absolutely. Traffic is worse. People tend to have to rush around a little bit more. And so, and and here's what I've done. and, And this is so simple. And obviously, you don't have to follow my guide, right? But you can you can take these suggestions and write them down and even use index cards or napkins or pieces of paper or whatever. Write them down, stick them on a sticky note and use them as a reminder to yourself or write them down and give them to a friend, a family member, a coworker and do that once a day for those 21 days. And so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna share two of the, Two of the things that we have on the list, um, and I even have a fancy checklist so that you can print out the checklist almost like a, a little calendar and not miss a day. So here's one of here's one of my favorite ones. What if today we were grateful for everything? Charlie Brown. Mm. I mean, come on, that's the,
1: that's the best,
0: right? That's yeah, the, it's the quintessential Thanksgiving uh, cartoon. And everybody knows that cartoon and this quote is one of those things that I think gets lost.
1: Because it's so simple.
0: Right. Um, And so one of the other ones that I have, and I really like the sentiment behind it, it is thankful people who are happy, not happy people who are thankful.
1: So true. So, Garth, let's talk a little bit about how we both incorporate living with gratitude in our daily lives.
0: Yeah. You know, what's really interesting, this actually came up in a personal conversation um, with a friend the other day. And they were asking me how I, with all of the things that I have going on in my life, how I stay optimistic. Positive. Yeah, Yeah. positive. And I really said, you know, I don't do this consciously at this point, because it's so ingrained into what I do. But I did have to at a time. Like, make much more effort.
1: Okay, so when was that time?
0: Well, I think... So, I, number one, I think that I've always been thankful and positive. But let's say a couple of years after my first cancer diagnosis, that w- it, it was a tougher time for me to be thankful about things.
1: Right. How could it not be? Right. So, what happened to cause you to maybe even acknowledge that you wanted to bring in gratitude to your life?
0: Well... T- To be honest, there was an afternoon where I recognized that I was being kind of, I don't know, uh, a negative Nelly, a negative Nelly. Yep. That's a great term. And I and, and even though I was I didn't think I was and i thought that i was hiding it really well it was coming through and i was kind of being a bad husband and a bad dad probably even a bad friend to so my so you
1: realized like i got to i got to turn it around
0: right i was like i clearly have a something i need to fix and so i just started writing down on my daily to-dos my planner list three things i'm thankful for And I did that before I started my day.
1: Okay. But how did you know to do that? I mean, had you, I mean, you know, was it something that you read? Did you go to a counselor? Was it, and this is not a ton of research has been done on this. So research shows that people who take the time to count their blessings specifically list one to three things that they're grateful for. Typically at the beginning of the day, Sometimes before they get on a bed or while they're drinking their coffee or tea, you know, but research shows that these people are, yes, happier and um, it just positivity breeds more positivity. But I'm questioning how you knew to start that.
0: Well, I think some of it was I recognized that I was not in a space of gratitude, that even though I had a lot of really hard difficult things in my life that there were quite a few things that I needed to be thankful for and right around that same time I had purchased a planner
1: okay so and, it and, just kind of worked
0: well and the planner actually had a space
1: oh okay for you to list out right things that you're so, grateful for
0: right right oh, so nice yeah so it wasn't even hey you know, go to the doctor at 10 o'clock and go, you know, do, do these work things today. It was, you know, write three things you're grateful for. So did
1: you just kind of stumble on this by accident in a way because you had the planner?
0: On the three things? Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. All right,
1: That's super cool. I actually never knew that about you.
0: Um, Yeah.
1: So that's great.
0: Well, and I am, uh, you can see on my bookshelf, if you look really closely, I am a planner kind of guy. Like, I really like
1: but well, Garth and I like nothing more and we've told you this before we love paper and pen eventually we will have our own we will have our own planner it's just something that you and I've been wanting to do for a while we just haven't had time to do it but i love the fact that you did not that you just kind of had this planner and you were just kind of like okay it says list three things that i'm grateful for today okay maybe i'll just do it because i'm feeling so negative Nelly-ish that I got to do something and I don't know what to do, but it's telling me, my planner is telling me to do three things. So, okay, I'll play the game. I mean, mean,
0: even if I wasn't going to do, if I didn't want to do it, I can't stand to leave a section in the planner page blank, (laughs) right?
1: Yeah. I love that. For me, it was a little bit different. I finished all my treatments and I was a negative Nelly as well. And I was getting on my own nerves. And I was kind of in this space of like, I really did not know how to live. I didn't know. I didn't know who I was anymore because, you know, we've talked about this, the life that I had BC before cancer wasn't necessarily exactly what I wanted AC after cancer. And I just didn't know what to do. And I found myself in this space feeling really fearful and anxious and, and I was not counting my blessings. I was still really angry that cancer had come knocking on my door and, you know, an invited guest into my family's life. And I was really struggling with that. And so I did go see a counselor and I we recommend, I recommend that for everyone. If you feel like you are stuck and you aren't moving forward, that's a clear sign that maybe you should go talk to someone else. So anyway, I was talking to my counselor and, you know, she was like, Dara, listen, You need to start your day every day with three things that you're grateful for. And I had been also doing a ton of reading and all the reading materials that I was reading all said, count your blessings, count your blessings. And, you know, at first I was kind of like, count my blessings. Are you kidding? I'm a bald mom who's exhausted all the time. My poor kids, look what they had to go through. What blessings are there? But here's the thing even in the hardest times of life, there are always blessings. You just have to be willing to open your eyes and see them. And so it was kind of me being willing to shift my mind, my focus from allowing myself to stay in that negative space to having the willingness to look at things a different way. And it it has to be an intentional, active choice that you make But once you begin to write three things down in your planner that you're thankful for, once you begin that process, the shift, although it probably happens and you might not even realize it, you start to travel through your day paying attention to the blessings in your life, paying attention to the good things that are going on. Even in the midst of the challenges you might be facing,
0: and you know, sitting down and genuinely coming up with three things that you're thankful for seems overwhelming. Start with one. Yeah, it, so <clears throat> true. Look, both Dar and I have been through some very overwhelming times before, and I think that uh, I think that there are things that that we could have been thankful for earlier on in our process. But we chose to ignore those or or not look at those blessings.
1: Well, it's hard. So let's just talk about that. It's we're not saying it's easy. We're right. not saying if you're facing a really challenging situation and it could be anything. Life is not easy right now. Turn on the news and you might just be feeling really negative and down about world events.
0: Every, you know, Dora, I saw I something. Mean,
1: it's not hard to find mm, I, some things to feel pretty lucky yeah. about
0: well and and let's and let's also not that this is we're not going to rant on social media because we are both both you and i use social media as a very yeah. positive influence but i saw something the other day um which i think uh, I, I made it a point to think about it and to figure out how to talk to my daughter emma about this because i know that our kids are much more in tune to instagram and snapchat snapchat yes. things like that and what it was was a picture of an apple Mm-hmm. And, I, and since I'm eating an apple, I'm, I'm going to show you exactly what it looked like. So there was an apple and behind the apple was a mirror, right? And so what the, what the person, what, what this is social media, right? This is the nice side of the apple, but the mirror showed I the, love hollowed out, the hollowed out, bitten, chewed on brown side of the apple. Yes. And it was kind of like, you know, social media only shows you the nice, right, shiny side.
1: Yeah. So true.
0: Getting out of that space and putting yourself into a space of gratitude, it immediately makes a change in your brain and in your psyche. And even if it's one thing a day, and then you can build to two things a day. And I know we've talked about this before, Dara. I say thank you just kind of like to the universe when I get a green light.
1: Yeah. I mean, right. So I feel like, when I first started bringing gratitude into my life, I was saying things like, I'm grateful for Netflix. I'm grateful for Mad Men. I mean, it was very um, not really heartfelt. It, and I'm not judging. I'm not really saying that there's a right or wrong way. But it was a struggle for me to come up with things that I was grateful for. I think it just kind of shows you the space that I was in. But then over time, that shift in terms of my perspective has changed so much that even finding a great parking space or um, yes, a green light or running into someone or, you know, buying something and it just happened to being on sale that day, or just, you know, there are a lot of blessings in my life every single day. I'm open to acknowledging them and they don't have to be big things. But what, it feels good to say thank you, universe, for a green light, and then I'm in a good mood as I go on about my day, and usually that brings on another blessing. So, so yeah. you
0: just hit the nail on the head, Dara.
1: Yeah. Right? So gold it, star for Dara.
0: Absolutely, and and this is and and I know that part of it is perception, right? But so
1: perception you're, is reality,
0: right? You're changing your perception on on gratitude and what's around you that you're grateful for but I also believe that we are rewarded for being positive. And so, right. So the more that you seek out positivity and gratitude, the more that you're going to be rewarded with it. And so when you're thankful for the little things, It's going to build on itself and
1: it it builds the momentum. I mean, it's, it's, it's a simple way to kind of talk about the law of attraction. And that is that when you are grateful for what you have, it feels good when it feels good. More blessings come to you because you're just kind of in that we're all energy and you're in that energy space to bring in more of what you want. And you're magnetizing good things to yourself and that it really it really is true. It really does work.
0: Yeah. And, and it could be even that because you're in that space of gratitude, you notice things that you are grateful for that you might not have noticed before.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: Right? Like stupid little things like, oh, you know, my wife brought a cup of coffee up. I was sleeping in this morning and she brought a cup of coffee up to the bedroom and That's put it so on my desk nice. for me.
1: John Kurtz. <laughs> that is so nice.
0: Oh, Dara, did you not know that about us? We kind of have a, an unwritten family no. rule. Yeah, so the unwritten family rule is the first person up.
1: Oh, my okay. gosh. Does Emma do this too?
0: So, yes, although she... so.
1: She's a teenager, so she's usually not the first one up.
0: She's typically not the first person yeah. up. But so if I was the first person up and Emma were home, I would bring up three cups of coffee.
1: Oh, my gosh. And do you all, like, sit around and have the coffee together?
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. We are, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like We're
1: visualizing, not... <laughs> I'm visualizing you all snuggled in bed together, drinking your um, coffee and going, cheers to a beautiful day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Dara. No, 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 no. Wouldn't um,
1: that be we, fun? Wouldn't that be fun?
0: We are very much a do not talk to us until our second <laughs> cup of coffee family. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but, you know, that started when I was a teenager. Oh, wow. So when I was living in Germany, my host family, and for them it was practical. My host parents were school teachers, and so they had to get up and get out early.
1: So they needed to get their caffeine in their bodies while they were getting dressed.
0: And the kids, we didn't need to be out as early, but they wanted to make sure that we were at least on our way. Right. And so every morning, they brought us little cups of coffee or hot cocoa and a little piece of toast.
1: That is so nice.
0: (laughs) It really was nice. Can you imagine when I came home, I'm like, mother, where's my toast?
1: (laughs) And it was probably like really good toast because I mean the bread in Europe is like ridiculously yummy. Yep.
0: yep. All right. right. Good so toast, homemade marmalade.
1: Shocker, we're off topic. But, but
0: but we'll go back to the the why am I so thankful for this cup of coffee? Which really, if you think about it, is kind of a mundane thing to be thankful for. I didn't have to get my butt out of bed.
1: Well, it I brings was... pure joy and happiness to you immediately.
0: Right. You know, you wake up to that warm smell of of coffee in the air and I did I was tired I I woke up the day before at three o'clock in the morning I didn't sleep well I was really overtired I went to bed I couldn't fall asleep right away and so I was really trying to sleep as late as I could this morning and instead of setting an alarm I knew that there was going to be a warm cup of coffee to wake up to
1: um so nice
0: yes and so think about how that
1: It just starts your day like in such a beautiful way. Honestly, if I were you, I would intentionally wake up.
0: (laughs) Wake up second?
1: Oh my God, I would totally wake up second on purpose.
0: (laughs) Even if Lisa wakes up first and she's hopping in the shower because she's going to work, she doesn't get the coffee at that point because she doesn't really want her own. She knows that the shower noise will wake me up most likely. So I go down and I get coffee for us both at that time. And again, sometimes we don't even acknowledge the that act
1: yeah I love that so much
0: but when I wake up and as I if I'm waking up as she is setting the coffee on my nightstand I don't even open my eyes so much as and I and I say thank you for my coffee
1: oh so nice love it so much so you're gonna all hopefully look at the 21 days of gratitude that you're gonna have access to via a plethora of different places <laughs> right. and hopefully commit to incorporating a little bit of gratitude in your life over the month of Thanksgiving, over the month of November, excuse me.
0: Right, right. And and think about again, think about this. The suggestions that we put are literally just suggestions. If you want to put I'm thankful for having whatever, or I'm thankful for you, or I'm whatever I'm grateful for, whatever, then that's you know that's your prerogative and we want you to i'm just trying to make it easier for you to get into that space so that yeah as you approach that that could be possible stressful day of thanksgiving that you're already right so when you go around the table and say what are you thankful for you already know because you've just spent 21 days being thankful
1: well you know and here's another thing i didn't live with a gratitude practice before i went through everything that i went through I know that there will be challenges in my life in the future, just as I know there will be challenges in your life in the future. That is just part of the human experience. However, having a gratitude practice will help you navigate the waters of whatever challenges life tosses your way. Of that, I am certain. So, I
0: I could not agree more. Yeah. I could I in fact I also couldn't have said it better. Thank you.
1: Thank you. So starting this gratitude practice, you know, let's all thank Garth for giving us the gift of 21 days of gratitude because really what he's giving you is a beautiful gift of building a gratitude practice for yourself that will help you in your life. It will help you. Deal with whatever challenges you have in the future. It'll make it easier. It'll feel better. You'll be more positive and you'll have more resilience to overcome whatever challenges are tossed your way.
0: I love it. I love it. So I am going to. I'm sorry.
1: I'm going to just end <laughs> that. That is my fault if you hear the ding. And Garth is totally like <laughs> glaring at me every time that happens. <laughs>
0: I understand that I some people are I, more technically challenged and might I, not figure out how to I
1: failed silent that. You silent it. <clears throat> I don't want to mess with it.
0: Well, that's okay because we are approaching we're the end of our, yeah. our episode. All right. Well,
1: so let's say, Garth, what did you say today? What are your, the three things that you were thankful for today? Go.
0: I was thankful for the fact that I got to work on a communications piece for my company. I was really excited to work for it and I'm looking forward to it today. Awesome. I'm thankful that my daughter, Emma, is home for fall break. Beautiful. And I was genuinely thankful for my coffee.
1: Oh, I love that so much.
0: So, and and especially because I make my own, like, I make my own special coffee. And I ran out yesterday and I didn't make any. And I knew Lisa probably didn't even think about that. And she still made coffee for me. Nice.
1: I was thankful that my dad and my stepmother, they have been visiting and they actually did leave today. And I wasn't thankful that they left today. I was thankful that they had been here for a week. So one thing that my dad has always taught me because I'm someone that typically gets sad at goodbyes is he's always kind of taught me, Dara, don't be sad that you're saying goodbye. Be happy that it happened. Be happy that we had this visit. And so I was being great. I was being thankful and grateful that we got to have this beautiful week together. That was my first thing, and I'm doing a crush cancer workshop tomorrow. So I'm grateful to Salem Plastic Surgery for sponsoring that event, and I'm just really excited about it. So i if you could see my house right now, it's very workshop focused. I'm getting all my last ducks in a row. I'm grateful for that. And then I am grateful that, honestly, it's just a beautiful day outside today. It feels like we're finally on October 10th. That's when we're taping this episode. We're finally in the month. We're finally in the season of fall. <laughs> that's,
0: that's right. Finally.
1: And I'm really grateful for that yeah. because I love the weather when it's like this.
0: So I'm going to finally share our napkin note for the week. And I would like you to think about this as you go into the Thanksgiving season. <laughs> um, and here, and here's I'm here's grateful the note.
1: to my podcast partner <laughs> who doesn't yell at me when um, my technology isn't the way he would want it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so this note is actually something I started writing to Emma just recently, probably two years ago. It was a quote that I ran across by W. S. Gilbert. It isn't so much what's on the table that matters as what's on the chairs.
1: Mm, it's really good. It's, I mean, it's so true. It's not what you eat. It's who you're with. Yeah, right. for sure. Remember that. So thriving tip. We haven't had a thriving tip in a while because, I, well, I feel like we've just had so many guests lately.
0: This is our fault collectively. We don't do a really good job of teeing up the fact that they have to do a thriving I tip. Know. Until you know the what? middle of the episode and they're like, what?
1: Okay. <laughs> I, you know what, I'm going to make this commitment going forward. I am 100% committed to always having a thriving tip and making our guests always, always give a thriving tip because yeah, I mean, that's actually really on me, but all right. So the thriving tip, I mean, I think, you know where I'm going with this. It's super simple, right? Right now as you're driving in the car or you're walking or you're listening to this podcast, close your eyes unless you're driving the car, but (laughs) think right now, What is one thing this very moment that you're thankful for right now? And really don't just say it like haphazardly, feel it, feel what it is that you're thankful for. I mean, really like try to embody it, try to really hold it in your, hold it in that space for a moment and really feel thankful for whatever that one thing is.
0: And say it out loud. Like literally say, thank you. Thank you for whatever. Again, even if you're alone, verbalizing it puts you so much closer to the thought and the sentiment than thinking about it in your head. Just go ahead and say it out loud.
1: Right. Say it out loud and own it and really feel how lucky you are to have whatever it is you are acknowledging.
0: Join us for the 21 Days of Thankfulness starting November 8th. And
1: tag us on social media. You know, we get super excited when that happens and we will repost on our stories, whatever you send to us.
0: That's right. So there is a hashtag 21 days of thankfulness. I'm really thankful for Dara for, uh, for allowing me to talk about this because it is something that I really get excited about. We will catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Thrive is created with the hope that we help you develop motivation and inspiration to make your life remarkable. You can find out more about me at napcannotesdad.com.
1: I invite you to get my free audio download, Reclaim Your Life at crazyperfectlife.com with tips and tools to help you feel your best. It would mean so much to us if you shared this with your friends and family and left us a review on iTunes. Remember, you deserve to thrive. Thrive Podcast is copyrighted by Darren and Garth.